Good morning, church. Uh, I thought for the sermon this morning, I'd bring you on a walk with me. Um, I, uh, I love our scripture passages for this morning, and I want to talk a little bit about how God is towards us, and so how God wants us to be towards each other. Um, I think I've told you so far about Josiah's lovey, Bear, and Noah's lovey, Ellie. And so uh, I'm going to tell you about Silas's, Silas's situation. <laughs> so Silas is our second son, and as you have probably heard about Bear, he, um, Josiah lost Bear or had a couple of near misses uh, when he was a baby and when he was a toddler. So I had this brilliant idea with Silas that we would buy two loveys, identical, and then um, we would hide one or we would trade them out so they're equally worn and hide hide one and give him the other one so that if we ever lost it, then we'd have a spare. Brilliant idea. So we bought him, uh, we bought Silas two lambs, two little stuffed sheep, and uh, again, hid one, or so I thought, because one day I looked in Silas's crib and I found two lammies in there, and Silas was playing with both of them. So I asked Chris, what did you do? Why did you put them both in there? And he said, well, I thought he would like to play with both. Well, yeah, but now my ridiculously elaborate plan won't work. He knows about both of them. So I totally blame Chris for how Silas ended up with two stuffed animal sheep. I can only blame myself for the fact that he ended up with three. So the next Easter, around Easter time, you know, the stores always sell uh, Easter-themed things and Easter-themed stuffed animals. So uh, at HEB, there were a bunch of uh, stuffed lambs and stuffed chicks and things like that. And so I saw a little stuffed lamb and thought, that's really cute. Brought it home to Silas, and then there were three. And Silas played with all three of them, and they were his, they were his sweet little things. And, um, so the, in the years after that, again, I can only blame myself, I made it a tradition to just grab one of the stuffed sheep from HEB or from wherever. And that is how Silas ended up with a flock. Um, and so, uh, Noah has Ellie, and we have to be careful and keep an eye on Ellie. Josiah has Bear, we have to keep an eye on Bear. And Silas has like five, I think, stuffed sheep, these sheepies. And uh, it is no less fraught just because there are more of them, I promise you. Uh, we have to, on every road trip, we have to count all of the sheep. We have to uh, make sure that they're all okay, that they're all present and accounted for. And 
Um, you know, because Silas loves them, we love them. <laughs> we look out for them. We take care of them. Uh, just because he would be so sad if anything happened to one of the sheep. Now, I've been watching a documentary lately. I know. <laughs> um, and sometimes I watch these documentaries and highly recommend them. Uh, other times I watch them uh, because, because I don't want you to have to watch them. This, this show that I've recently watched is, oh, the latter. Um, it's called Tiger King. And, uh, if you don't want to heed my warning and you want to watch it anyway, it's, it's on Netflix, but it's a show about, um, people who own exotic animals as pets, uh, tigers and elephants and all sorts of things. And they run private zoos. And this, uh, this documentary is all about the lives of the people who do this. And, um, every person that this show features, every, uh, every one of these tiger people, um, they, each one is like worse than the last. I mean, they're, they're, uh, breeding them, they're treating them really badly. And, um, one of them actually gets sent to, uh, sent to prison and with no self-awareness at all, he, he's talking about how he's treated like an animal in there and how they have him in a cage. And I'm thinking, how can he have no idea, um, how he's treating these living things, how he's separating them, um, how he's mistreating them. Uh, he's in, he's in prison for animal abuse and he still doesn't get it. Um, and so I think what a contrast, what a contrast with, uh, little Silas who cares so much about every single sheep. He has to keep his whole little flock in, uh, present and accounted for. He has to make sure that everyone is okay. What a contrast. Um, and, uh, so I think about our good shepherd, um, how much he loves us, how well he loves us. And, um, it's hard. It's hard to take the circumstances of life as they come. Uh, good circumstances and bad. We're not guaranteed, uh, any good day. We're not guaranteed any easy day, but we are promised that we're in the hands of a good shepherd. And so, um, so I brought you here, uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first reason is, um, I have a question. I, I want, I want you to think about, uh, how God restores your soul. What has God brought into your life? What has the good shepherd brought into your life to restore your soul, to make you feel rested and loved and ready for whatever's next? God has given me walking, um, and God has given me you. Uh, I have been so encouraged and so heartened and so restored, honestly, by your response to all of the changes that have come recently, all of the social distancing. Um, I don't think that it, I don't think that it 
slowed you down or stopped you at all. In fact, it was quite the opposite. We immediately had this rush of people thinking and asking, what can we do? How can we help our neighbor? Um, because if we love God, then we don't just love him. We love his sheep too, right? So, uh, so God has given me you and thank you for that church. Thank you for the witness that you've been. And, uh, the other reason that I brought you along is, uh, is to show you this. Um, so Fredericksburg folks, um, this is, this is the place where God has brought us. This is the place where God has led us. This is the green pasture that we've been called to, that we've been called to love. This is the dirt that we're on. This is our mission field. And every person who's here worshiping, every person who is watching, um, has been brought to this place by a loving God. Every person here has been guided, guarded, and protected by a loving God. And we're brought here because it doesn't stop at just loving God. We love his people too. You have taken, you've taken hold of the opportunities to love the people in this community. And I want you to keep going. In our passage in Acts, the church is learning about a new way to be the church, a new way to live together. It looks different than they ever thought. Um, it's all about putting uh, others before themselves. It is all about not worrying about their own life because the Good Shepherd is watching out for them. And so they begin immediately to give of what they have for one another. So I want you to do that, church, as you have been. I want you to uh, love one another well. And remember that God has called you and brought you to exactly where you are, to the exactly the dirt that you're on, to love exactly those people. And that no matter what circumstances may come, no matter how things may change, we are in the hands of the Good Shepherd. Much love. See you soon.